Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1, and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. A black man makes a basket. The crowd cheers. A black man crosses the finish line first. The people roar. A black man makes a touchdown. There is ecstasy. A black man nails a homer. The spectators are electrified. A black man, one not a biracial, exposes the truth of Bible content and the people ignore him. Welcome to Long the Broadcast. There's a confession in Ezra chapter 9, verse 15. In the confession it is said, O Lord God of Israel, thou art righteous, for we being, no, for we remain yet escape as it is this day. Behold, we are before thee in our trespasses. For we cannot stand before thee because of this. Let me explain. O Lord God of Israel, who is the Lord God of Israel? The Lord God of Israel is the man, Tommy L. Hart. Remember, in the AVB, it is said to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, thy name shall be called Israel. Israel shall be your name. Those two statements coming from the AVB are made to the man, Tommy L. Hart. So, uh, this O Lord God of Israel 
is referencing the man, Tommy L. Hart. And in the statement, the Gentiles confess. They say, to the man, Tommy L. Hart, thou art righteous. According to the AVB, I am righteous in what I am doing with AVB matter or material. I'm a righteous in my teaching regarding uh, the content of the AVB. Thou art righteous. The Gentiles go on to say, for we remain yet escaped as it is this day. Now, up until this time, the Gentiles say they admit they have uh, remained escaped. Escaped from what? Escaped from judgment. Have they? That's what they say. They must now be caught because they are talking to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, the one they address as Lord God of Israel. They say, we are before thee in our trespasses. So now they are caught they are before the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, in their trespasses. They are saying this, and they say, for we cannot stand before thee because of this. Well, the Gentiles are caught by the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. They admit the righteousness of the man, Tommy L. Hart. And they confess to having escaped judgment up to this time. We know that the Gentiles have their reward. We've talked about that. We have seen that. And their reward is the judgment. The reward is the judgment. So then there is no future judgment according to the AVB. The judgment has already been handed down, and the Gentiles have their judgment. They have their reward in the AVB. And I have been showing you that for some time now, how that the Gentiles have their reward, they have their judgment. Okay? Uh, now, I want to just put forth uh, a couple of things here. Galatians 3.19 and let me say this, if you hear any noise, uh, it's raining here. I am sitting in my car. So if you hear the rain, that's all right. Galatians 3.19. Wherefore then serve the law? The law 
first to put away evil, establish righteousness, and deliver the Israelites from the power and control of their enemies, the Gentiles, alias white people. Are the Gentiles delivered from the law? Romans 7, verse 6. But now we are delivered from the law. I ask again, are the Gentiles delivered from the law? No, they are not. The Gentiles are not delivered from the law. The Gentiles are still under the law. The law is still valid. The law still stands. And the judgment, according to the AVB, must be carried out. The reward handed down to the Gentiles must be carried out by the Gentiles. So then the statement in Romans chapter 7, verse 6, but now we are delivered from the law, mark that statement as deliberately false, deliberately made false. Right? The Gentiles are not delivered from the law, but they are to carry out the law, the judgment. Remember Isaiah chapter 40, verse 8, the grass withers and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And the word of that God has been given. Acts says the Gentiles had received the word of God. They had received the law. The Gentiles have the law. So, it is established, it is determined that the word of God shall stand forever. The Gentiles are still responsible for executing and carrying out the law. And Romans 7 verse 1, the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives. The law still stands. The law is still supreme. The law of which I speak of uh, uh, stands forever. The law is supreme. The law is valid. The law is eternal. And the law is to be carried out. Galatians 3, verse 23 says, We were kept under the law. That is so even now. The Gentiles are kept under the law. The Gentiles, alias white people, are subject to this law, which I have been talking of and presenting to you. The Gentiles are kept under the law. The law still stands. The law still has dominion over a man as long as he lives.
Lord has dominion over the over the Gentiles, as long as there are Gentiles. Okay. So now, remember the condemnation I spoke of recently, not a long time ago. The condemnation, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 22, the Gentiles say, and it's a confession, they say, we preach Christ. They do that even to this day. They're not supposed to be doing it, but they're doing it anyway. They're still preaching Jesus. As, as it is written in the book of Acts, the Gentiles cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Uh, and that is, I guess, the law. In First Corinthians 15, verse 14, uh, the Gentiles say, our preaching is vain. Okay? So they preach Jesus Christ, and now they say, our preaching is vain. This is the condemnation of Christianity and Judaism and the papacy. We preach Christ. Our preaching is vain. And we are found false witnesses. Well, let me, let me go back to 1 Corinthians fifteen fourteen. Our preaching is vain. And your faith is vain. Faith, Judaism, Christianity, vain. As it is written, with regard to those things, all is vanity. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And in First Corinthians fifteen fifteen, they go on to say, and we are found false witnesses of God, false witnesses concerning God. They have made, they, uh, they, they have thought that God raised up Christ, or he raised not up. And we know that Jesus is a fictitious character. Okay? Uh, the Gentiles are found false witnesses with regard to their testimony concerning God. They are found liars. Their preaching is vain. Their faith is vain. <laughs> and that means you who, you black people who call yourselves practicing Christianity, that what you are doing is so vain. It is vain. It is written in the book of Psalms, I hate every false way, religion, false ways, uh, Christianity, Judaism, vain, and they are false ways, ways that have been condemned by the law. And I've showed that uh, that is the condemnation 
our faith is vain. I mean, our preaching is vain, and the faith, Christianity, and Judaism are vain. The condemnation of religion. And the papacy. Remember also that the papacy is terminated for evil. Okay? Now, so there's a lot in those statements there that I gave you. There's a lot in there. But I said the main thing about the condemnation of Christianity, Judaism, and the papacy. Big, big news. In the Bible, those three things are condemned and terminated. Christianity, Judaism, and the office of the papacy. Now, the Gentiles are not off the hook. And we saw that, we began to see that last time. They are not off the hook. Uh, they have made these statements to God, the man Tommy Hart. They have said to the Lord God, Tommy Elhart, We will serve thee. That's First Kings 12, verse 4. We will serve thee. And that's to the Lord God, Tommy Elhart. They have said in Joshua 9, 8, We are thy servants. That is said to the man, the Lord God, Tommy Elhart. We will serve thee. We are thy servants. So, the Gentiles are not standing physically before me, but they wrote these things in a book, which I present to you. And they put them in a book called Holy Bible, Authorized Version Bible. So the Gentiles, according to the law, are the, are the service of the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Second Corinthians 8, 5 says, This they, the Gentiles, did. They first gave themselves, their own selves, to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. That's a determination, isn't it? The determination says, it comes in Genesis 44, verse 9, We, the Gentiles, will be my Lord's bondmen, servants. That's the determination, and according to Daniel, that that is determined shall be done. The Gentiles are to serve the man the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart, according to the authorized version Bible, according to these things which I am presenting to you at this time. The word goes on to say, the law speaks about the service, Revelation 22, verse 3, saying, His God's servants shall serve him. They shall serve him. 
That's what servants do. They serve somebody or something. In this case, the servant Gentiles are to serve the Lord God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. These things are clear, aren't they? They're clear. And in Second Chronicles chapter 12, verse 8, it is written, They, the Gentiles, shall be his, the Lord God, the Lord God's servants, forever. Forever. Okay? Easy to understand words. The language is clear. And we are told in Isaiah 60, verse, verses 3 and 4, the Gentiles shall come to thy light, that said to me, in Isaiah 60, verse 5b, um, the forces of the Gentiles shall fall to thee, Lord God, Tommy O. Hart. So even the Gentile forces, according to the law, are to be under the command of the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. The people are to be his servants now, and the forces of the Gentiles fall as if by inheritance to the Lord God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. In Psalm 119, verse 91, we are told, or the Lord God is told, all are thy servants. All. All the Gentiles. All are thy servants. And in Deuteronomy 28, verse 13, it is said to the Lord God, thou shalt be the head. For it is written in Deuteronomy 28:13, and the Lord shall make thee uh, the head. Okay. Now, now I move to this, and this is where I stopped the last time. Now, um. Uh, I want to address the question which was directed to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. Psalm 94, verse 20. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? And just as you see the Bible speaks to me, it also speaks to you. And I've shown you some of the things that it says to you, the people, to you, the Gentiles, to you, Israelites. So, with regard, with regard to this uh, statement in Ezra 10, 4, Arise, for this matter belongs to thee. Um, there is matter in the AVB, that belongs to the Lord God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. There is matter in the AVB that belongs to the Gentiles. 
and there is rather in the AVV that belongs to the Israelites. All right? Now, so there, and there is matter that concerns the Lord God, the Gentiles, and the Israelites. So, shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? Second Corinthians chapter six verse fourteen speaks, saying, "What what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness?" And what communion has light with darkness? These last two, uh, two questions seem to answer the first question. Albeit, this is my answer to the first question. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee? That question is now moot because of what I've stated earlier regarding the papacy. The papacy is terminated and Lord Allcaps has died. The papacy is terminated and Lord Allcaps has died. Uh first first Chronicles seventeen sixty three says, do as thou hast said, uh, and in uh, Romans 7, verse 9, Lord Allcap says, quote, and I died, end quote. The question is asked in Job 31, verse 3, is not Destruction to the wicked. The papacy is destroyed and destroyed forever by law. So I say to my people, do not go by what you see. The Gentiles are breaking the law and making a mockery of the law. in their Christianity and Judaism practices at all. Don't go by what you see. You hear the law from me. All right? So, it is written, of Lord all caps, quote, and I died, end quote. Uh, what does that mean? That that three-word statement means the Gentiles, God of the covenant, is dead, and the covenant is declared invalid. I repeat, the three-word statement, quote, and I died, end quote, means the Gentiles, God of the covenant, is dead, and the covenant itself is declared invalid. Big, big 
news. So much news in the AVB. Which the Gentiles do not teach. They are they hide it. They hide these things. They do not teach these things that I have that I present to you and show you. But I'm showing you them. Okay? And you should take heed. And walk in light of the things that I make known. Okay? Now, so, we see in the things that I've presented to you with respect to the Gentiles serving the Lord God, Tommy O'Hart, we see that the Gentiles are not off the hook. We see that papacy is terminated. Judaism is terminated. Christianity is terminated. And those three things are terminated. They are terminated because of their wickedness. Now, it is written in Hebrews 10, verse 30, The Lord shall judge his people. And in Job 19:29, we read, There is a judgment. I've been presenting things regarding the, with regard to the judgment. The judgment has come from Lord All Caps. Uh, Lord All Caps has indeed judged his people. So the statement there in Hebrews 10.30 is with regard to uh, Lord All Caps. He has judged his people. That is clear. No doubt is there. There is a judgment. We've been dealing with the judgment. Uh, so both those statements are true. You can mark them as true. Hebrews 10.30, the Lord shall judge his people. And uh, the statement, Job 19.29, there is a judgment. And the Gentiles have received judgment. Revelation 11.2 says it is given to the Gentiles. Judgment has been given to the Gentiles. Judgment has been awarded uh, to the Gentiles. The Gentiles have their reward. They have the judgment in the AVB. That is true. Now, we move on. And the, uh, the Acts 11, verse 1 statement said, the Gentiles had received the word of God. That statement is true, too. We know that because they have the AVB. 
Authorized Version Bible, commonly called King James Version. Uh, also, I said last time, Isaiah 60, verse 12, I presented this statement. The nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. The statement is made to the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. The nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Remember, I've already shown that the Gentiles are the servants of God, and the uh, statement in Psalm 119 that says, All are thy servants that said to me, Now it's that the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. This is the law. And and that is a, a determination. That that is determined shall be done. The nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. First Peter four verse seventeen. Question What shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel? Of God. What shall be the end of sinners? Is there a penalty for sin? Well, there's one penalty which I just read the Isaiah uh, 60, verse 12 statement the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee. Lord uh, Tommy L. Hart shall perish. Uh, that's what that's a uh, that's a penalty that the nation and kingdom that will not serve me shall perish. Okay, perish. Uh, in Deuteronomy twenty-four verse sixteen. It reads, The fathers shall not be put to death for the children, neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers. Every man shall be put to death for his own sin. And in Romans 6.23, it says, The wages of sin is death. It seems to be, uh, Romans 6, 23 statement seems to be a clarification of uh, the Deuteronomy 24, 16 statement. But the Deuteronomy, but those statements are clear. Deuteronomy 24, 16, every man shall be put to death for his own sin. And Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death, according to Deuteronomy 24, verse 16. So, 
there is a penalty for sin, for break, a penalty for breaking the law or transgressing the law. And that penalty, uh, the two statements shown, is death. You transgress the law when you sin. Whoso, First uh, John three verse four, whosoever committed sin transgresses also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Sin is the breaking of the law. Okay. You break the law, you sin. And the book says, the law says, the wages of sin is death. What am I doing? I am presenting what the Bible teaches. That's what I'm doing. I'm showing you what the Bible teaches. I am enlightening you on Bible content, content of the Authorized Version Bible, the AVB, commonly called King James Version, okay, KGV for King James Version. So, there's a judgment, uh, there are determinations. There are penalties, or there is a penalty for crime, for sin. Now, another word for sin is crime, and another word for sinner, another word for sinner is criminal. Sin, a crime, a sinner a criminal. All right? So now, so I believe, now, also, let let me uh, restate this. The statement in Nehemiah 5, verse 5, the Gentiles say, And lo, we bring we bring into bondage our sons and our daughters to be servants. The uh, servant status of the Gentiles is generational. It goes from generation to generation. Just as the servant status, the slave status concerning, uh, regarding the uh, black people went from generation to generation, the servant status of the Gentiles, according to the law, will go from generation to Two generation. 
All right. And also the captive status of black people, uh, the Israelites, those scattered abroad among the nations of the Gentiles, has been uh, has been uh, generational, meaning it, it has passed from one generation to the next. Okay. Let's see here. Now, the Gentiles have uh, given themselves to the Lord God, Tommy Elhart, according to the law. Okay, according to the law. So what next for the Gentiles? Romans 6.13 says this to the Gentiles. Yield yourselves to God. Yield yourselves to God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. As you know by now, it's not talking about some something up in the sky. Alright? The law does not deal with anything up in the sky. And that's a fact. The law does not deal with anything up in the sky. Or with the thought that maybe there is something up in the sky. The law does not deal with all that. It doesn't deal with that. Okay. The Gentiles are commanded to yield themselves to God, the man, Tommy L. Hart, the Lord God of Israel, as called... In uh, Ezra 9.15, the man, Tommy L. Hart, yield yourselves to God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. Romans 7.14, it is written, the law is spiritual. Put in your notes, not so. The law is not spiritual. The law which I have been presenting to you is definite. The law is tangible. The law is a real thing. The law is matter. <laughs> All right. Make sure you put that in your notes. Preachers are quick to say, this is, a, this is spiritual. <laughs> and most of them don't even know what the word spiritual means. But anyway, the law is not spiritual. Again, the law is definite. The law of which I speak, the law is tangible. The law is a real thing. The law is matter. And even the book, the AVB, inside it is called the book of the law. This Book of the law, the AVB. The law is a real thing. The law is a tangible thing. The law is not a spiritual thing. All right? And I've told you how that the Gentiles, the papacy has put statements that 
they have deliberately put false statements in the Bible. And the false statements serve as a test to God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. The man, Tommy L. Hart, either knows the truth regarding AV, regarding the content of the AVB, or he doesn't. If he doesn't know the truth, then he would say that that which is written in Romans seven fourteen about the law is right. But Mr. Hart knows the truth regarding AVB content, and he knows that the statement set there in Romans seven fourteen uh, saying the law is spiritual is not true. He knows. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.